It doesn't matter now. I was going to say, I wonder if you want that phone closer to that. No, we're good. We're good. We're, I, I got you guys muted out. All right, here we go. Let's do the original intro. We've been recording for three minutes already trying to get this stuff rolling. What's up, guys? You're here with O'Neill Ops, and this is the Predator Hunter Podcast. This is a place where we break it down, where we go into detail with the equipment that we use and how we use that equipment application specific. Tools, tactics, training techniques that we found along the way work well for us to help you become more proficient at what you do. And we have uh, a special guest on today. Jason Mosler, the president of Predator Masters, which he's going to introduce himself um, once we get there. But before we do, I want to kind of uh, explain to you guys real quick about that place, Predator Masters, Predator Masters Forums. And I've got it opened up right here on my laptop. And quite honestly, guys, this is a place that I go every single day online. When I go online in the morning when I wake up, this is one of the places that I check. It's an automatic. I've been fortunate and blessed to be able to be a part of that ecosystem over the past. I've, I, I was looking here. I think I was, a, I, be, I actually was a, a creeper there, if you'd call it there, call it that for probably a few years before I actually joined up and was an actual member. And I think I, I officially joined in 09, I wrote down which is, that's got to be 14, 15 years I've been a member there. I'm not sure if Keith is or John is. I am, but I haven't been on for quite a while, actually. Yeah, but same I, way. I am on. You're a member, John? Yeah, and so, I don't know if I could get log into my account if I tried. Okay, well, we can get that fixed now. Damn, anyway, know what, yeah, we know a guy, and he's at the other end of the line. So anyway, guys, um, Predator Masters is one of those places that, you know, if you put it, to put, to put it blunt... Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of these social media platforms, quite honestly, don't care about you. They don't care about what we do. They don't care about our culture. They don't care about our lifestyle. And they would just as soon see it go by the wayside versus um, promoting us, helping us, supporting us, etc. You have to look at it from that perspective because then you really learn to appreciate forums like snipers hide or predator masters so much more because what you have there is 60 to a hundred thousand people that all are very supportive of your mindset of your culture of of your um hobbies which what we enjoy doing so you need to make sure and and understand that and support it. So what, what I would like to see is the fellas that don't, that aren't members there that follow us, check it out. Go to Predator, highly suggest, go to Predator Masters Forums and register, become a member, become an active member. Some of the most elite killers in the world have been 
and or our current members there. There is so much legacy info on this place from hundreds of years ago from people that, you know, have, have slow or have gradually um, dropped their knowledge throughout the years so that it's at our fingertips. And there's so, like I said, there's so much credential info, so many um, lessons to be learned from that place. It's not only entertaining, but, but a very informational, educational place for guys like us. With that said, uh, I'll introduce the fellow that we have with us today. His name is Jason Mosler, a.k.a. Snowman Mo. And uh, he is the president, that was my phone, he's the president of Predator Masters. So why don't you go through, why don't you go ahead and do your thing, Jason, fill us in, and uh, we'll just have at it, man. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate being on. So, yeah, as you guys said, I, I just became the, the new president of Predator Masters uh, this year. Predator Masters started out uh, about 2001. Uh, it's the vision of a man named Will Craig, a fellow hunter, predator hunter, that just felt like uh, we needed a voice out there on the Internet. There really wasn't anybody representing us. So he started out a couple different online bulletin boards and uh, started Predator Masters. And we all came together for the first time with uh, an annual convention starting in 2001. So I got involved with Predator Masters back in 2008 uh, through a mutual friend, through a, a fellow gun builder. And I've been with them ever since, both as a, just a contributor and then uh, as a sponsor. And then I became a moderator, eventually a director, and now I'm, I'm the president. So we've got, oh, more than 59,000 members worldwide. We've got over 3 million posts on our 40 plus forums right now and you know this is a great opportunity for us to try to reach out into a different medium and and try to bring people into our like you said into our fold so that we can share our knowledge this is a great place for people just to come and share information techniques tips equipment best practices you know those all favorable hunting stories that 80-pound coyote that everybody seems to see. So, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to come on with you guys and uh, get a chance to talk with you and, and share what I what I know and hopefully bring some more people onto our, our forum. Did you say 40-plus forums or 80-plus? Uh, we have 40 forums. So right what, what do you mean? Is that like 40 different threads or 40 different Predator Master forums like pages? Yeah, so that is that is like 40 different pages. So on each page, we have a variety of threads that, that are just kind of are on a running list. So whatever is, is on people's minds, people go on and they search it, and they find something, and it, it, it'll jump right back up to the top again. Hey, with what you said, um, you, you with the numbers that are actually currently maybe not actively active on the forum, the members – but over the past years that you've been affiliated with it, have you seen those numbers like slowly grow or, or slowly kind of diminish or reside? What have you seen over the past decade? You no, know, we've we've seen a, a fairly steady growth. It, it did slow down for a few years there, but when I joined 
Uh, we had less than 30,000. And so we're now up to 59,000. So it has steadily grown. It did, did slow down a little bit with the introduction, like you said, of Facebook um, and the other mediums out there. We lost, you know, just kind of slowed down. I wouldn't say we lost any members, but, you know, our community is, is open. So we have people that come and go. We'll have guys drop out for a couple of years. We won't hear from them. And then they'll pop back in and pick back up. So, yeah, we have people that, that constantly come and go. Okay. I was just kind of curious as to, to what the trend was. And, and I, you know, you follow on the forum quite a bit and you hear guys talk about, well, you know, Facebook is trending. There's so many people like I, I went on Facebook and actually started some pages myself, like silencer talk, cold weather skills, predator hunting, and haven't done anything with them. But there's so many ways to dilute the essentially the market for a forum member. And I was wondering if it, no. if it did take... That's true. That is uh, uh, something to, to be mindful of. And we just haven't seen that dilution. We have some very diehard, dedicated members. Uh, and there's like you had said earlier, you know, we've got some members that have been around for a long time, could, could probably tell you about taking down a T-Rex with a spear and a rock. And then, you know, we're, we're looking for that next generation too, to bring them in and bring them up into, into our culture. And so just so the, the guys that are listening to us that don't understand actually what maybe even a forum is, why don't you explain that to them? So a forum is really just a place to come and uh, ask questions and post up um, stories. So we have members that will share uh, tips and tactics, so things that they did this weekend, new products that they use. We have a lot of new members that come in that are looking to get into the sport and may have heard about us through various other platforms. They'll come in and they'll ask things like, how do I get started? What do I need? Uh, what do I do? You know, when I got started, I, I really didn't have anybody uh, to show me how to do it. I'm, I'm a self-taught hunter. I started out hunting back in the 90s, um, and I didn't know what I was doing. I just grabbed a gun and I started walking out in the desert and... So when I got turned on to predator hunting through a friend, uh, I spent several years really struggling to try to, to learn what I was doing wrong. And when I got hooked up with predator masters, all of a sudden yeah, I'm sitting down and I'm talking to some of the, the best known names in predator hunting, you know, guys like, uh, Byron South, uh, Kerry Carver, uh, big Al Morris, uh, you know, Tom Austin, and these guys are just incredibly generous with their time and helping me to really perfect uh, my hobby and turn it into an obsession. Yeah, that's really cool. That's uh, that's something that's real interesting to hear that you can, you know, get it on a place like that and then have access to guys that you would call quote unquote professionals in the industry to, you know, kind of oh, guide yeah. you. I mean, I, I found myself sitting there one night in a hotel lobby waiting for the other directors to get out of a meeting and and byron south sits down next to me and you know unbelievably generous man with his time and his knowledge and you know he really helped me feel better about what i was doing and the mistakes i was making it, it, it really does something when you find out the guys that are really the best in the industry went through all the same kind of screw-ups and mistakes that, that we all went through yeah that's, that's really, it makes it, you know, it makes it, you're, you're, you get a little bit more tied to the sport, I think, in having interactions like that for sure. 
It, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like sitting down with a guy from the Super Bowl willing to, to show you how things are done. Exactly. Yeah, you just, it resonates with you a lot more. It makes you a little bit absolutely. more ambitious along the way as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like what you guys will see when you go to Predator Masters is there, there's a lot of forums that break down individual components of the game. Like, you know, they have, and you guys, if any of you guys can hear some of that, that, that those are alerts on my phone. Anyway, um, you have like the Second Amendment forum, the, the, the primary forum here where most people are viewing are like predator hunting or firearms or any questions that you can get into on stuff like that. Hog, heaven, ARs, hunting suppressed, optics, reloading in ammo, other calling equipment, knives, all the way down to small game, night calling, etc. It breaks it down like predator biology. There's so much information pertaining to not just the sport of predator hunting, but like reloading, shooting, uh, rifle systems, AR platforms, tons of stuff that you can access. And if, and if you can't find it by the Google search, right, there's a Google search that's specifically created for um, predator masters, correct? Yeah, it's right at the top of the uh, list of forums. So it, what it does is it searches the predator masters database for whatever you're looking for. If you, if you, if you Google it there. That's correct. Yep. And or if you, you can just, you know, reach out to, to really a lot of the members, uh, the moderators, the directors, uh, myself included. You can just send me a private message and say, Mo, this is what I'm looking for. Yep, exactly what I was going to say. So you can, if you can't find the question, you can just post it up. You know, I early on there was a lot of guys that kind of got upset because it seemed like there was some redundancy on that forum where you would have so many guys asking the same question over and over and over instead of researching it. And you can kind of see how a lot of season members may get upset at something like that, which I think is, I was around when you guys, when that Google search engine was created for that forum and it probably helped alleviate a lot of that. But there's, yeah, you know, you, there's a place for newbies there. You, you can, you, you don't be afraid to, to make a, you know, a post, a, a question. There's no, like you guys say, there's really no stupid questions. They all, we all need to entertain these guys that are genuinely interested in the sport. Yeah, up at the top of our, for example, in our predator hunting forum, uh, I just created one recently that's called Predator Hunting 101. It's a great place for people that are interested in the sport that want to come ask those questions. And, oh. you know, it, you're not going to annoy me by asking the same question. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's... that's. You know, I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know until I went out there and I was, I was striking out, you know, and... I mean, it, it took me two two full years of calling before I was able to call in and, and put down my first coyote. That's persistence. Yeah, it was frustrating is what it was. Well, you know, what's really, what's really interesting is... I mean, insanity. There, there's a fella on there. I can't remember his username. He made a post on, night, on the night calling forum, and he was it, was... it was unreal. I think it was like 28 days that he hunted every single night and he never saw one coyote until I think the one that he shot or something like that. And that was, I mean, he was hunting over bait piles and I'm like, you know what, man, I, I think I, I chimed in on that. And I said, I, that to me is more of, uh, that that's more impressive to me when I see somebody that can do that than somebody that can go out and kill a coyote every night for 28 days, you know? Yeah. To personally, yeah. I mean, you, you when you have that kind of mentality 
and don't see anything to amp you up, but you, you, you keep going for a month straight just for that one, that that's a lot, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, any, any of us that have done this for a, a while, will tell you that it's just a matter of time before you go through a drought and you know what, you just, you got to stay with it. You got to trust what you know how to do. Uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to get in your head. I know that when I was out striking out, you know, I was calling coyotes and I was seeing them, but I just wasn't connecting. And next thing you know, I'm down at the big chain store buying the next thing of the next call, whatever, you know, and I ended up with just a room full of garbage that I didn't hardly use. And now if I go out and I, I hit a dry spat, you know, dry spell, I just go back to what I know how to do and, and keep plugging away at it. There could be any number of reasons why those coyotes aren't coming in. Yeah. Any number, a, a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. You know, we just have a tendency to get deep in our head and we probably shouldn't. Of course that keeps our therapists happy. So yeah. <laughs> um, some, some of the things that guys that you guys that we do or that you guys have done over the past on the forum that we, that I would say has kind of gotten away from. And when I say we, I'm going to, I'll explain to these guys. I did mention it on predator mass or sorry on Instagram on one of my stories a day or two ago. Uh, you guys asked uh, that I would jump on board as, as an admin and there's not very many. There's only a few of us and we all kind of are, well, what I'll do is I'll let you explain it. So th- let's just talk sure. about the situation that 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 Predator Masters is in. How how did you get to the position that you're in right now? Uh, well, you know, several years ago, I was asked by the board to come on as uh, a moderator, and after a couple of years as a moderator, uh, they eventually asked me to become one of the directors. And over the years, we had some directors drop out for personal reasons. And then just this year, just, just about a month ago, we had uh, two of our other directors resign for personal reasons. And that left me kind of as the only director still there. So, you know, my first decision was that we needed to bring on more board members because I don't want to make any decisions unilaterally. And so we got uh, our webmaster, on board as one of our directors. And then he and I got together, voted and, and brought in uh, a director from New Mexico. And then as we, the three of us got to talking about it, we decided to expand the board and the board had been three members for a number of years and we just decided three wasn't enough. So we expanded the board out right now to seven members. And so one of the things we tried to do with that board was make sure we had a broad spectrum of, experience from new guys to old guys to everything in between uh all of us bring different things to the table and and that's really how we're going to make this this continue to be successful and even make it more successful moving into the future and some of the i mean we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit some of the goals and stuff but some of the incentives that are there that were pretty cool whenever i was you know i would say i would say maybe Five plus years ago, six, seven years ago, what I what I enjoyed doing there was taking. We, we would do our YouTube videos, but then what I would do personally is take screenshots of 
the the progression of the hunt you know like of, of the coyote coming in from a distance and then as he got closer another screenshot and then when he's right there in front of us another screenshot and then maybe some screenshots of our set and then in between each one of those pictures i would type up a little maybe a paragraph in between each one explaining the rundown and right. it would just be a you know a, a visual storyboard on the predator hunting forum and it wasn't crazy it wasn't getting like you know, maybe, maybe a couple hundred views or, you know, stuff like that, but people kind of enjoyed seeing that. And then what you guys also did as an incentive for that was you created, or you had like hunter of the month where that's correct. that was, that's something that's really cool for some of these guys that might not understand or, or, you know, know what you do, but there's a really good, huge opportunity to get some awesome gear for presenting your hunts and you know being voted for hunter of the month right so we ask we ask our members to to either uh, nominate or put up a, a story about a hunt that they're on um, and then we bring those stories together in the hunter of the month forum and then we all vote on them and decide who our hunter of the month is and then we go ahead and and we have something that is usually donated from one of our sponsors uh, in the past, it's been anything from hand calls to camouflage, you name it. We've had all different kinds of donations. So, yeah, Hunter of the Month has been something that the members have been crying out for us to, to start back up again. So that's definitely coming back. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. As we get more more sponsors lined up, I we have a lot of uh, pretty pretty awesome opportunities for some of you guys, I think. And that's just something that, that, uh, we should, that's something that we can throw out there with what we're doing right now. You know, if, if there's any of you guys out there that may know of somebody that would be interested in, in sponsoring and, or I would say supporting a forum like this message you how, what's a good way to get a hold of you for that? Because we're looking for active paying sponsors or donations to get this place, um, on another level. Absolutely. I mean, we're a, we're a 501 C4 nonprofit organization. So, um, we, we entirely function on, on sponsors and donations. And what, with, with some of the plans that we have, that you have some of the goals, I should say, there's really close to 60,000 members, which, I mean, if you look at it from the perspective of, how how dense how densely populated a place like that is of like-minded individuals that is what the term i always say is like that's a huge force multiplier because you might have a facebook page that has 200,000 people but a lot of them people that float through there are they're they're not genuinely interested in the subject they're just there for maybe entertainment value or just looking at a cool picture or something where on a forum like like predator masters 60,000 people, a, a very high percentage of those people are there to do one thing, and that's what we do. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're all different skill levels. That's, that's the thing that makes this community so cool. Yeah, from, from the, the, the very novice to some of the very high-end professionals that we're planning on trying to get there. Uh, get get I sh- should say to get posting there more. We should be able to push with uh, 
some pretty cool campaigns and and what we have in mind we should be able to get close to 100,000 follow 100,000 members there in the next year oh i'd like to i'd like to hope so um yeah the the things that we would like to do you know they're it's just going to it's going to take that membership to help push it what are let's uh, you you have that written down the some of the let's just talk take 5 minutes about some of the some of the 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 future goals and the vision that you want to take Predator Masters. Absolutely. So part of Will Craig's vision when he founded Predator Masters. You, you, you can you can you can you uh, hunters could come together. Can you exp- this would also be a place where we could start advocating for hunters and hunting in particular predator hunting because you know we all get a, a pretty bad rap from the media from people on Facebook um, you know I myself you know I, I catch it all the time because I hunt with one of those evil black rifles and um, you know we need to get out there and really start advocating for the hunters and for predator hunting in particular and so I think now that we've got the forum built up to a point where it's at now it's really a good time for us to go ahead and really start pushing that advocacy a bit more than we had in the past. Um, for just so for some of those people that don't understand or know who Will Craig is, can you elaborate a little bit more on that fella? Yeah, Will Craig was was just a hunter like the rest of us, and he could see that the online community was going to be a great way for hunters to all come together. And that's what his vision was, was to really create an online community where we could all come together and share stories. And you know what? He was just like every other hunter out there. He was just a guy looking for a a campfire to sit around and tell stories. And so he got Predator Masters kicked off and starting. And and unfortunately, he he died not too long after he got us started. So he's never gotten a chance to see what his dream could actually become. And so, you know, I always like to think back and read back on what he was trying to do. And and that way I can stay focused on where we need to go in the future. What are, so with, with some of the focus on what you want to do in the future regarding the structure of predator masters, what are some of the updates that you're going to try to apply or do you want to get done to the, to the, the whole forum? Well, one of the things that, that we think needs to happen is we would like to update our software. You know, our, our, our forum right now looks a little dated and it's maybe not as flashy or hip and it, it may not be attracting the, the younger crowd like we'd like to. So that's one of the things that's, that's really high up on our to-do list is get that changed. Um, I'd also like to see us really start getting more involved with the advocacy, you know, as far as um, maybe start to branch out, spread out throughout different states and really start getting out there and getting back in touch with the people, not just relying on online, Um, you know, getting out there to shows. And, you know, we have an annual convention that that we had to postpone due to COVID and we're going to get that restarted this year. But, 
you know, we're thinking about maybe having more than just that. Maybe get out some more venues and, and spread ourselves around a little bit more. Uh, why don't you explain to those guys, like you and I were talking the other day, what I think would be awesome to do and really branch out regarding the the seminars or like the um, your annual convention that you guys used to do. That was down in, was that in Arizona or New Mexico or where, where was that? So we actually moved it around to a number of different states. Uh, it was in Arizona. We've had it in New Mexico. We've had it in Nevada. Um, we mainly try to stay out in states where there's a lot of, of public hunting land because it's a convention. It's not a contest. You know, we've been protested for years about having these predator contests. We weren't a contest. It was just a place for our members to come together and where our sponsors could come and bring their equipment, bring their products, show them to our members, and a place for us to come together as a membership and maybe offer opportunities to some people that maybe don't have them. I know myself with Jeff Mock, our previous president, um, you know, he had asked me to, to take people out during the convention, take people out that that were from different parts of the country that maybe didn't get a chance to do everything that I get to do. And, you know, I mean, I was honored when he asked me to do that because that kind of meant that I had arrived in the predator hunting world. And so it was neat for me to take people out that had never been out before. Uh, the last convention uh, we had in 2019, I was able to take a gentleman out from California and he didn't have any equipment whatsoever and he just happened to come to the right place because everybody was willing to pitch in. You know, we, we grabbed him up stool and sticks and guns and camo and tossed him in the truck and off we went and, uh, he didn't hit his coyote, but he got, he got close. So he was, he was jazzed up. It was, it was really neat. A guy can and, only imagine how wicked of an experience that would be to come somewhere with absolutely nothing and be like, hey, I get to go on a coyote hunt. Someone's going to give me everything that I need, help me out, teach me how to do it. That that just yeah. in my mind, that's something like that you wouldn't, no one would expect to happen. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it, it's, you know, for me, that's, that's giving back to the sport is a big part of it. Um, I, I mentor kids. I used to be an Arizona game and fish hunter's ed instructor. And I just love it when a new hunter just gets the shakes, gets the coyote fever, has a grin from ear to ear and can't stop talking about it. What kind of turnout would you get at some of at this, at the annual, um, at your conventions that you would have? Do you, do you know, was it like, can you give us some, some ad lib statistics over the past 10 years that it kind of slowly decline. And then of course, it when did. COVID hit, it was it toast. Did. So the, I think the last, the last year we had it before COVID, we had just a little under a hundred members show up. And, uh, when I first started going to the conventions, I saw as many as 250 people at a convention. That's quite a bit. It was, I mean, we, we would fill up some, some big venues with, with these guys and, you know, I mean, I coming in to the, the organization back in 2008, you know, I remember walking into that, those rooms, you know, first of all, they were big, big venues and 
and then I'm looking around and I'm, I'm getting starstruck because I'm seeing all the big names in predator hunting and, you know, and years later I almost had to pinch myself because now I'm talking to them and, and we're on a first name basis. And it was just, it was amazing to have those kinds of experiences. That's pretty cool. Um, it really was. So, and, and then with, like you said, COVID hit and it just stopped They you just quit doing it. And what would the last seminar or the last convention that you had, were you at that 200 mark with that many members? No, no, we were, we were under a hundred. Okay. So it went, it, it just, what, what do you think the cause is that? What do you think the cause, you think that's from some of the social media stuff or is that just because the admin wasn't really promoting or doing a really super job at what they should have been or what? I think it was a perfect storm of all of the above. I mean, obviously, I think social media had a big part to play in that because now people can sit at home and, and watch our videos and live vicariously through us. And so we weren't, you know, we we're starting to see a slow decline there. And then some of the members, uh, you know, it can be expensive to try to travel out and be gone for, you know, anywhere up to a week. So our convention was only three days, but most of us would go out there for at least a week and to take a week off of work and, and travel, it, it's not cheap. And so, uh, you know, I think those things all kind of added together to that perfect storm of decline. Um, you know, I know there was a lot of our members that, that like would like us to come back East and our main objection to coming back East is just the lack of public hunting land. You know, um, it's, it's great for guys that have private properties they get to hunt, but you know, out here, I live out in Arizona and I hunt public land all the time. It's pretty much all I hunt. Um, and so, you know, if you're going to take me to a state where it's mainly private land, I, I may not be interested in coming out there. So, you know, we try to try to do it where we got a lot of public hunting possibilities. Uh, something else we started running into the last couple of years was uh, hunting contests. So it was not uncommon for us to roll in for a convention and have a couple of contests kind of bookending us where all these coyote hunters were racing around and knocking down big numbers of coyotes and, and making it a lot harder for um, some of our members to be successful. You know, me, I don't mind going to a, to a, a scorched earth kind of a place that's been called and overcalled. You know, I can always, I got tricks I can do, but for some of the members, they, they just didn't have those tricks. So it can be a little bit frustrating. And like you and I were talking, um, well, a couple things. So say you get some of the big names there, you get some of the big names that were in the, in the predator hunting world, you know, five, 10 yeah. years ago that are, that still are quite frankly, what incentive were you giving them to be there or were they just like doing it out of um, just genuine gen genuineness, just being genuine, just helping you guys out? Or yeah, were that was, a, that was a, for a lot of them, it was just them coming out and being genuine, just wanting to be a part of the part of the game and uh, coming out there and, and getting to talk to new members. You know, I, these guys are so unbelievably generous with their time. Um, you know, some of these guys I've gotten to, to talk to and listen to. And, and, you know, like I said, you know, Tom Austin, Big Al Morris, um, Byron South, Tony Tebby, um, Kerry Carver. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
you know, to listen to Kerry blow a, a hand call at the convention, I mean, it, the man is an artist, not only in, in how he blows a call, but he makes them, and they are just absolutely works of art. And, you know, myself, I I made, make guns, and so, you know, I would go out to the convention and, and just to be there to show the members, you know, my, my rifles. So... That's so. So basically, what you're saying is, a lot of it was almost volunteer. You, those, none yeah. of those guys were were necessarily paid to be there to promote nope. or. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was mostly voluntary. That's awesome. That's huge support. Yeah. And what, like you, what you and I were talking, there's so many venues and so many options that a guy can take. And I know how you said most, you know, if you're going to gear it around uh, an annual convention where where people are going to go out on a hunt, obviously you want to have access to ground to hunt. And Absolutely. generally private ground isn't the place to go. So you yeah. want to have access to, to a lot of public. But what you and I were talking about, the, the possibilities are endless. Like we could do something which all you and I talked, I'm stingy with my stuff. We have very limited amount of acres that we hunt in a very confined area that's all private that we've acquired and it's it's more essentially a job where the ranchers know that we're going to do a job for them so it's not like we go lollygag around and bring anybody and just go shoot and have fun and if you educate one whatever they they they're, they're we're there for a purpose and the ranchers know that so we gain a lot of access but we've talked about possibly doing you know maybe a get together where you, you like like you said what if we got uh, had something throughout the summer where we had, if if UNV is a big sponsor of the forum, we have them send out, you know, ten different makes, models, and manufacturers, thermal, night vision, different technology, you know, different uh, objectives, magnification, field of view, etc., and let some of these guys get together and just kind of look through them because that's something that a lot of guys can't do, and or even do like a mid to long range shoot since we have the access to very long range out here where we could just, you know, do some kind of a fun shoot and possibly put something competition together. That's not even necessarily at all geared towards predator hunting where we could even take them through some stages and information, but there's, there's a lot of cool things that a guy could do, I think, but it's just, it, it, you know, it's so much easier said than done. It's so easy to talk about yeah, it, it takes a lot of work to put something like that together, and and you know, um, but absolutely. I mean, you know, I look at what you guys do, and you know, out here in Arizona, we don't get to use night vision, we don't get to use thermals. I'm getting to use an old spotting scope, and well, I tell you what, you know, it, it's a whole different world what you guys get to see, and and I think a lot of guys that are out there that are thinking about, you know, night hunting. You know, they would just be awestruck and amazed to see the kind of gear that they could get into, and then have the 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 knowledge base that you guys have to be there to answer questions for them. You know, things that they they really should be looking for and how to spend their dollar wisely. You know, I, I kind of tell people I'm glad that I can't buy night vision and thermals here and there because I'd be broke and divorced again. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's funny, but it's not. <laughs> Oh geez! I mean, we, you know, you know, our sport is an obsession. And oh yeah. For anybody that's that's not in it yet, if you're thinking about getting into it, you better be ready for what you're signing on for because it can become an obsession real quick. 
it's like everything, you know, you just, you can go down. I was, we were at a, I was just talking to, who was it? My, one of my John Deere dealers this morning, we had a breakdown with the tractor and, uh, we were talking about our, our crop insurance guy. He put on a, a prime rib dinner for all of the local, his, all of his local customers. And we're sitting there, you know, we had a kind of a once in a hundred year storm here with about 40 inches of snow and the, the first dude, day. Well, this anyway, we're at this at this dinner, and this guy, our our, our crop adjuster, or not crop adjuster, our crop insurance guy, he he's sitting there talking to us, and he's like, "Yeah, I just bought, check this out, just bought this brand new Arctic cat ball." And then the next day, I went out and bought a matching helmet and a matching outfit to go with it. And he's like, "I, pr- I haven't ridden r- driven it yet, or ridden rode it yet, but I and I probably won't, but I got it." And I'm like, that's just how it works. You know, that's what happens. You go down that hole of, of some kind of a hobby and you can get kind of stupid. We've all done it. Literally any hobby can be like that too. Hey, are you still there? Whoops. Huh. I'll call him back. That's I want, weird. No, it says call failed. Huh. I wonder if... That's all right. We're still golden. I know a guy that can edit. <laughs> I know two guys that can't. We could do a couple of questions on, on. Uh, I bet you know what I bet his phone. You reached Jason Mosler. I bet his I bet his phone died, dude. I bet it did. Cause you have a lot. You have a lot of life left on your phone. Well, I'm at 69%. Oh, easy, dude. Easy. So anyway, you guys know, so Keith and John are members. They need to be on there more They're posting because... Is there an app? Th- here's the thing. What we were going to talk about with Jason okay, is... So um, is there an app? No. Okay. There's not one for Sniper's Hide either. Oh, no. I, well, I was asking. I might... I probably better not say that because it's mobile friendly. But that's a goal that we talked about is getting a, this... This is an old... If you look at this forum, guys... It, it's not bad. It's a simple design, and it's 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 not like a junked out, like the, a lot of the cheap forums that you see, like Reddit or something like that. This is put together very well. But the the problem is um, he just said he got dropped. You can try him again. I just I, – Really? That's weird. I'm trying again now. It's going to ring loud probably, hopefully. That's right. We, we got it. We, we, we covered a lot of stuff, but I, I would like to – Think if there's a couple other questions. But anyway, the the whole what we've done, what it is, is based around a UBB forum, What's, and and it, that's just old. What you, it's just old technology. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna move it from. Look at look look. Just Cal goes. I'll start when Keith does. Yeah, Keith, get signed say, in and start. Start what? Yeah, dang it, Jason. Just call that number back, dude. If you got for some reason, that's weird because we got perfect service here. I doubt he's watching live. No, there he is, Jason. Ah, come on. Did you deny? No, I answered, but I tried to go to. (laughs) I don't know who this guy. I've got an iPhone. I don't know what this number is. I decided to get. Are you there? (laughs) Yeah. Now I don't know how to get the speakerphone. There's a symbol. Yeah, the, you find it. That's the symbol, huh? There's the symbol. It's the symbol. There it is. These guys got iPhones. Yeah. I don't know why they. Jason, can you hear us or what? Yeah. All right. What? Yeah, that's we. I kind of what I started. I didn't get crazy, but we were just talking about 
um, the, the style of the forum being UBB. And then what we were going to try to possibly do is get enough funding oh, sure. sponsors to, to roll it up to like go with the Xenfro where that's yeah. what Frank Galley uses over at Sniper's Hide. And it's just, it's more of a modern updated forum that's going to be mobile friendly, especially geared towards these guys that, uh, the younger generation millennials that, right. that that have their phone in their hand everybody's getting that way now we all are all of us have our phone it's we just every single on it. it's, i feel like yep. that was a personal it's, shot i don't even know no it's it's a exactly it's it's like you, you know how it goes yeah, it, yeah. It, my phone but we're trying to gear yeah. it we're going to try to to gear it that way and the more exposure that we get out there with what we're doing whether guys it's you it's somebody that's listening that might be really advanced in the on the on the internet side of things on the technology side of things where you could possibly move all of this legacy data all of this all of these forums that have so much credential information over to uh another platform you know using Zenfro with um the possibility of creating it making it mobile friendly and a facelift and whatnot we're we're looking for guys out there that could possibly do that and we, we've yeah. all kind of broke the ice and talked to certain people, but it's it's not going to be an easy task. It's not going to be a quick task, but we want to do it so that it's done. And next year, we're it's it's done. Like John said too, what like an app? Yeah, like like, like an app, like like where it's mobile friendly, where you can click. And apps were really expensive to make, but I know that they're a lot more affordable. Yeah, a lot more doable now for a lot of stuff, but that, that's what the ultimate goal would be. But with that comes money. So our goal is a lot of guys listening to sponsors. Hey, if any of you guys know of somebody that's a bigger company or even a smaller company, that's, that's very interested in supporting somebody like this. Generally you'll, you'll make your money back in the, the support that you'll get back with the amount of predator hunters that are there. So take a look at it. And Jason's a guy to get a hold of for it. Oh no, you do. You do just fine. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we're just there's a lot of stuff that we can try to get done, and it's going to take some time, but we need a, everybody to kind of pitch in. Yeah, that's why we have so many different directors, is so that we can all kind of share the load, and and all we all have our specialties. So uh, when, like you said, we don't we don't want to lose that legacy information that we've got. And that's one of our one of our things that that limited us moving ahead in previous years was just how much information, you know, we have millions of threads that we need to move over. And so that's definitely not cheap to do. Yeah. So we're looking for that job, that undertaking. And, uh, what are, so when you, when, when the average dude logs into predator masters, what is the difference between, uh, a green name, a blue name, a red name, so people understand kind of the structure of how that, that forum works. Sure. So when you start looking at, at these screen names that you're going to see, like mine is Snowman Mo. So if you if you bring mine up, mine's going to be red. Somebody in red, they're a director. Somebody that's going to be in green, uh, they're a moderator. And so they're in there and, and they, you know, they're in there to moderate the forums and kind of keep an eye on things and keep the, the conversations moving along in a, in a civilized format, if you will. I'm sorry, you guys, did you, did nope. you guys have a question? Nope. No, no, no. no, we got that. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and then we've got our, uh, let's see, I covered our directors, moderators. Uh, oh, we have our re retired staff members. So any of our previous moderators or administrators or directors can stick around as retired staff and, and lend a hand when we need them to. So. And then, so you got admin, mods, retired guys. Correct. And then sponsors. Yes. And then, of course, we'll get the, the sponsors. They get their own colors. And generally, is that like, what What? What are they, can it be any? I mean, just so guys know if, if there's a different color, then they're most of the time a paying sponsor. They're there because they're promoting some kind of product or they offer some kind of service or good. Right. Um, so we can really give them pretty much any color that we want. I mean, we have control over that. Okay. We can, we can change that stuff around. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So, yeah. The, you know, like you said, our, I mean, our forum is, is a little bit uh, dated software. So, you know, like you were saying, bear with us because we are changing things uh, moving forward. So that is, that is happening. So, but, you know, we don't, we don't want to move and leave stuff behind. There's just too much good information here. You guys could spend, I mean, you could spend months or oh, years just on yeah. the Google search trying to find stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Just, and and then, yeah. you, then you also have guys that are literally emotionally tied to some of their threads. You know, they're, oh, yeah. they've created threads and they're emotionally tied to it and they don't want to see them. They've put a lot of time, a lot of effort into it and they don't want to see them just go gone. Yeah, no, no. And we don't want to lose them either. I mean, that you know, that, and, and that's one of the harder things, I think, for some of the Internet-based platforms to understand is that we are trying to build a community. So you're going to get those guys that are going to invest in it and are going to put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. And you're going to find there's a lot of members on here that physically maybe can't get out in the field as often as they'd like to anymore. And... Um, you know, and so they'll, but they're still, still have a lot of valid knowledge that's going to help you guys out. Yeah. I was, I was actually talking to the guy that did my website today and about three hours ago. And he was telling me that he has a couple of guys that are very interested in, in trying to undertake this, trying to get this rolling and oh, re regarding transferring it, which we'll talk about it. But one of the primary concerns is, like you said, you have a lot of guys that might not necessarily be immobile, but they might just not have a lot of guys just vicariously go to places like this to see what other people are doing and keep up with um, new trends or what, you know, just what, what, what everybody else is doing. They might have friends there and they just enjoy watching what those guys are posting. And when the transition occurs from the UBB to the new model, you have to worry about downtime. And that's something that you don't want to have because I remember Sniper's Hide going through some of that. And yeah. it, it, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy to think about it. But even if you take, if you're down for a couple few days and you get away from that environment, you just leave that place and, and you can't go back to it because they're under construction. A lot of times you just don't go back. Right. It's like, right. uh, like, like anything, like if you push ups every day for a, a year and then you don't for two days, you're almost out of the rhythm of doing it. But so what I'm, what I'm getting at is we were, I was talking to this guy and he's like, so here's how you would structure that. 
and it, it's I mean it's kind of common sense, but it's something that I just really wouldn't think about. But I I did. Uh, is you when you're about ready to make that move, you keep this thing rolling. You know, you keep it going. But when there's a cutoff point, at this cutoff point, any new post does not get saved during the transitional phase. You know what I'm saying? So. You're, yeah. you, there, there might be two days or three days or four days of this transitional phase where you're still these these people still think and feel they're part of this forum. They're making their posts, they're seeing posts, they're engaging, but those four days of the transition, poof, they're gone. Which that's a nominal number for the overall scheme of what's got to happen. But he yeah. explained it to me, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's how it needs to happen." He's like, "Well, that's kind of how we would structure it," and that, that's that's a I think a really smart way to do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know that in the past when we had talked about migrating over into new software, that was one of the concerns from a lot of our membership was was the downtime and that, that lag time because a lot of these guys come in and they'll come in multiple times a day and just kind of drift through. They might not post, but they, they'll drift through. So, you know, we don't want to let them down. So with uh, – if, if for, for – the the guy the the average guy that's gonna go there, what's Predator yeah. Masters about? The average guy that might just kind of go through there and look at it. I you know I wish I would have remembered why in the hell I found that place. I know why I found Sniper's Head obviously because I'm you know freak on guns, but right and, and maybe that's why I probably found Predator Masters because a freak on coyotes. But um, well yeah, I mean I think that's a lot of it is you know guys will go in. I can I I watch people at, at Cabela's Bass Pro Shops and they'll they'll hear the call and I swear it's, it's more attractive to them than coyotes. And the next thing you know, they're standing there for half an hour watching that video yep. and you'll hear them say, man, you know, that looks so cool. I wish I fill in the blank. And that's really what predator masters is, is that's the fill in the blank. Um, if it's relating to firearms, hunting, predator hunting, you're going to find it in there. Um, and, you know, it, it can almost be overwhelming to start with. So I would recommend people that are coming in for the first time, coming with something in mind. You know, think about, do, you know, do I want to do I want to call coyotes? Do I want to call fox? Do I want to call bobcat? Um, am I just here to see what's going on in the gun section? You know, am I a brand new guy or am I looking for maybe a new call or a new technique? And that's really going to dictate which forum you end up landing in. So for the average guy that's coming in, that's going to be, that wants to sign up as a member, yep. um, how is it going to, how is it going to help him out? How is, oh, fantastic. yeah. Um, so like I said, with, if you don't, if you're an average guy and you know nothing about it, you're coming in, start, you know, if you're starting off predator hunter, come in and look at the predator hunting forum. Um, again, up at the top of that guy, you're going to find a predator hunting 101, and that's really just basic entry level information. Um, and again, I'm, I moderate that and I write that content. Of course, I, I always open it up to any member that wants to help me write that stuff, but it's really the how to. And once we kind of get you started there, then you can kind of go out and start drifting and and work your way down through, let's say, the Predator Hunting Forum. So just today I was reading a post by a member, uh, uh, 
Derby Acres Bob, and he he loves shotguns. And boy, you want to talk about a shotgun machine? Bob's it. Bob can drop coyotes with a shotgun. And he was posted up a thread about how few coyotes he's seen this year in California. And the discussion was around, you know, is it the drought or what exactly is causing the lack of coyotes in in his area? Um, you know, a lot of other guys are talking about, uh, you know, different things as far as equipment is concerned about tripods versus shooting sticks versus bipods, you name it. It, it runs the gamut. Anything you can imagine. If you go to a big name box store and you find it in the predator hunting section, we're talking about it. Uh, Bob takes some awesome pictures too. God, doesn't he? He's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, with that legitimate, camera. legitimate. You know, yeah, it, yeah. He's a straight up killer with a shotgun and a camera. I mean, some of the stuff he's done is just amazing. He needs to write a book. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a book with some pictures and stuff, and that's what you guys will get. I mean, you guys go there. There's such cool shit there. There's so much information and so much. every. I mean, it's so, what's crazy, what's just stupid crazy is on our, on our YouTube videos, it's just, there's so much monotonous. What are you using? How do you use it? What, and if you could just type in one word, Actually, it's one word all lumped together. Three words all lumped. Predator Masters forums. I mean, just go there. You and it's 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 unbelievable that there's a place like like that out there that people just seem to goes over their head. They don't even. And that's what we're that's where we're going though. What we're what our what our goals are is to help promote this place on some of the like we're gonna try to do it once on a podcast. Once we do a podcast with anybody, you know, or, or a random podcast, we just did one about just a random one a week a couple days ago, and we promoted Predator Masters. We're going to try to do it on some of the YouTube videos that we do, whether it's a link underneath the description or it's just kind of a mention of the forum itself. Try to drive traffic there because it's just, like I said, it's a, it's a cool place to go, um, primarily because it's, it's a, a group of individuals that all all are like-minded you know we're we're i mean depending on the forum the host they might be anti i don't know if ubb forums are or if zenfro is anti but it's nothing like the social media that you know those platforms are it's unbelievable how anti oh you got we got to we just got to try to get guys. What what would be awesome is to generate so much interest in a place like this that you could almost do it like a, like the full thirty or what else is there another one? There got a lot of guys are like, well, don't you shouldn't be posting on YouTube. Rumble, where you could host your own video content without having to have YouTube or somebody host it. You know, like or even like Flickr, like so I'll take all my pictures and I'll post them on Flickr and then I'll share the image code and then post it on there so that it's transferred to the forum is a picture if there was a way to generate some kind of hosting but that's tons of money you know that's but eventually you just never know if you can get enough people right no and i think that i think the big thing with with predator masters that that really attracted me is all the different levels of hunter you run into anything from the professionals down to the the hobbyists and the weekenders and everything in between 
you know, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, you, you might get guys that are pros out there. They're getting paid to do it. And, you know, they might not have the time to talk to you, but a guy like me that's out there, I'll talk to you. I don't mind. So, you know, most of us are going to share information of one type or another. Um, like you said, you know, you won't share your, your, your honey holes. We won't ask you to. But, uh, but we'll contribute. Hell yeah. We'll contribute yeah. a lot. Heck yeah. Uh, no, man, I, no, no, that's, that's a big part of it, you know, and, and, and just engaging. That's, that's it. It's engagement, you know, just, just get people out there. Hey, you, you guys are on, um, or I should say we are predator masters is on Facebook they're on Instagram. You guys make sure and follow Predator Masters on Instagram. I think that I looked. There's not a whole lot of content there, but it's, it's, there will be. I mean, you guys might as there well, yeah, start gra- yeah. doing doing all sorts of. I don't know. So, do you have primary access to both of those accounts? I do. Yep. Okay. And yep. so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the main reason we didn't have that much content in there was was trying to to cater to everybody was a little bit hard to do. You know, it's like you were saying with. You know, there's monotonous content on your video about what to do and what to set up. And, you know, look, I don't shoot as good of videos as you guys do, but I don't mind talking about the basic stuff. So, you know, problem is that doesn't fit on Instagram. Yeah. Yep, I got you. But if we yeah, can... I mean, how, do you, how do you set up a stand in 60 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You. So there. with that said, you're going to be try to... Man, that, that's a lot of work for, you know, I, I know I don't have that much time to be able to, to post stuff on my stuff, let alone Predator Master stuff. But it's yeah. something that's going to start happening, though. I mean, you're, there's going to be more engagement there on multiple platforms. Yeah, we're going to start chipping away at it. I think part of what, what may have happened in the past, we got a little overwhelmed trying to eat the elephant all at one shot. And, uh, what we really need to do is just divide it up. Uh, we got a lot of people with a lot of expertise, and uh, I don't think we were utilizing them to their fullest potential. So that's going to change moving forward. Yep. Yep. That I mean, sounds. It's like it's like things like this. You know, for a long time, nobody thought we could do a podcast. How hard is it? Yeah. Exactly. Sitting around talking on phones. Yep. And like and you said, else is listening in. Yeah. You know, we used to get in trouble when we used to listen in on people's calls. <laughs> Like, like what you, what, what would be a, uh, an easy one too? Like, we're, like we made a couple of comments on the, on the board of admins forum on predator masters where you could start another forum, just like a podcast forum where it's not necessarily, it, it might not necessarily be just strictly predator masters specific podcast, but there could be, you know, there's a couple guys that do pretty good podcasts or informational podcasts or entertaining, but of course at the same time, you guys understand that Predator Masters is kind of, I mean, would you say geared more family-oriented? Like, you know, you, you get, all right, Sniper's Hide, if you've ever been there, there's some there's some forums there that are, I mean, they are what they are. You you, you don't want kids on them, period. You just, right. you they go to the bear pit and there's some shit in there that you just, you don't want anybody that's not, you know, that's, that's not mature enough to look at some of the stuff to look at it. And right. most of the stuff on Predator Masters, it's not, it's, or I shouldn't say most of it, all of it is basically uh, family 
oriented, right? Yeah, we got a, hey, we so, got a couple of areas in there that, that you know, we, we try to keep it. We pretty much let the, the off-topic off arguments go in there, but we try to keep it family-oriented. So, you know, if we start to see language or, or you know, discussions that we think are pushing the limit, then we don't have a problem stepping in and talking to members and trying to get them to understand that's not what we're trying to do. So basically PG-13. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, although I don't know these days. I mean, can you really say that? No shit. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, we're rating on ABC yeah. these days. Yeah, exactly. So, Someone identifies as a 13-year-old. There you go, or one of the 290 other ones. Hey, so you're the pre- you're the president. Since I'm my name's red on there and I'm an admin, and if there's some guy that's just being a douche canoe and I don't and he's not yeah. doesn't, can I just ban him if I want to? No, absolutely not. No, we actually have a policy in place, so we're gonna we're gonna try to give them the three strikes. You know, we'll we'll counsel them first, um, and if that doesn't work, we're gonna give them a temporary timeout. And if that doesn't work, then uh, if we decide as as moderators and as the board of directors, then we will ban them. Perfect. But That's it, good. It takes you... a lot of work to get banned. Yeah, it's not yep. arbitrary. It's not something we take lightly. Uh, we're trying to grow it. We're not trying to shrink it, but. You know, every now and again, you're going to get members. It's like any community. Bad apples. You know, they they make it a little hot about something, and and maybe they just need a timeout, or maybe they're really just not getting the message that this isn't the place. Here's one. I thought this is where James was going with it. His name's red on there, and you said you can make names any color you want. Why don't you make his tan? We could. We could. Just just fade him into the background. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Camouflage. background is... uh... Yeah. Right, nobody will know he's even there. That's funny. Mm-hmm. There was a so we're Instagram, we're Instagram live, and and there's a fella. His name is Brett Demir, and he asked if videos and photos can still be posted on there, and they've they've always been able to be posted on there. Yeah, the problem with our current platform is it's not as easy as it as it could be or should be on uh, other websites. Um, so um, yes, there are ways to still post up. Uh, easy way to post up pictures is to get something like a Flickr account and then get the, the, the UVB code and put that into your, your post and it should come up. Yep. Just and, copy and, and paste it and boom. Yeah. And, and if he needs help with that, he can always, uh, PM me or any of the moderators or, um, any of the directors and we'll help him with that. And like whenever I post a video up, sometimes if I, I personally, I used to have a photo bucket account and then for some reason I, they change it. Like all them photos now from photo bucket on, on predator masters forum, they're all like blurred out and it says photo bucket across them. So you can't see what the photo is. Yeah. And you know, I had a photo bucket account and I got a notification one day that they were going to charge me. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And so, yep. And if you yeah, didn't we pay free accounts and we were all posting up our, our photos there. And then all of a sudden one day they just came in and tried to monetize it and locked me. Like uh, they locked me out of my own account. I can't get my pictures or any of that. Yeah. I had the same thing happen. That's what I used. That's exactly what happened. So I just got a Flickr account, which is essentially the same thing. And all you do is like you said, you, you copy your image code and then you literally go into your post and you paste your image code and it, yes. it, it, so I just pick a place in my, in my story and I'll, I'll paste that image code right in there. And then when I post it up, it'll pop up with the image. Yep, exactly. 
And like a lot of times I'll post uh, some of the thermal videos that will get straight to Flickr if they're not crazy long, because those don't have a lot of information to them. Not, not a lot of, not a lot of megabytes. They're just kind of a smaller file type. Cause there's not a lot there. Like I said, not a lot to them. It's not like a 4k footage or anything like that where it's not crazy to copy and paste a one minute link. And then what it generally does is it usually shows the thumbnail of the video and you can click on it and actually watch it right there. Otherwise, what we'll do is with our YouTube videos, I'll copy, I'll, there's a shareable link on the YouTube videos and you can do the same thing. You can just click share and then copy the link and post it. But then I think on Predator Masters down at the bottom, there's a check that you can click and it's, um, um, gosh, UBB code. And then what's the, other? there's another one too, UBB and, uh, embed or something. I can't remember. Uh, embed, yeah, HTML. Yeah. There you go. There you go. HTML. You click on that one and boom, then it'll post up the, it'll show an actual picture of the video. And yeah. then you can, yeah. then you can. And that's what I used to do was I used to do exactly what you're talking about. Same kind of thing. My longer videos, I usually post it up through my, my YouTube. Hey, so why don't we do that? Uh, if we've been we've been going for well over an hour which is we got some good content i think we got a lot of guys out there that are you know that that hopefully hopefully we hit a lot of guys that move over and sign up and become a member it's nothing hard to do and it's like i said you're supporting a like-minded group of guys and gaining a ton of information but why don't you put a little bit of a plug in for yourself what what exactly do you do in like some of your work you said you did some rifle stuff and just fill some guys in on that we probably should have maybe started with that but that's that's just oh, no, just no, that's that's all right i'm here to, i'm here to promote predator masters uh i started building guns uh, years and years ago i've been a competitive shooter since i was 10 and a friend of mine his rifle business was struggling and that's how i actually got into predator masters was uh he asked me to join up because i was starting to knock down coyotes and, uh, so he had me go out and start shooting coyotes. And, uh, every time I would post it up on predator masters, he'd call me and say, you know, we just got more orders for your exact rifle. And, uh, so he and I built guns for a number of years together. And oh, now five, six years ago, I started my own gun company and I just build AR 15s, the evil black rifle. Very few of mine are black still. Most of them are rattle can Krylon green, but, uh, that's what I do now is I just build custom ARs and I try to focus mainly towards the, uh, the predator hunting market. I'm more of the off the shelf guy. So, if, you know, I'm not quite to your level, but, uh, you know, I'm better than better than some. So if, if a guy's not, you know, if he wants something slightly better than what he can buy off the shelf, he can come and talk to us. And, and, uh, so you'll see it if you, if you click on my, my screen name there on predator masters, you'll see my banner. Uh, for Predator Technology Group, and I, uh, like I said, I build ARs in a multitude of different calibers. So, what's a website for that st direct website if somebody doesn't go to Predator Masters and go to Snowman Mo? Uh, it's uh, PredatorTechnologyGroup.com. That's that's relatively simple. To Predator PredatorTechnologyGroup.com. Yeah. yeah, Predator Technology Group, or click on my banner down. Uh, it's on my signature line on Predator Masters. So I'm also a sponsor. Okay. Um, so I donate guns to our conventions. Yep. And uh, they yep. go into a raffle, and that raffle helps pay for our expenses, our costs incurred throughout the year. Yep. 
can be keeping the server so that people can access the forum. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. No, man. Awesome. I think that we kind of touched base on everything that I, that I think we should initially here. And then I think we leave it open to expand the horizon once this place morphs into a bigger, better, more even profitable forum. You know, we what like what we're talking, man. I think like I taught you know you know Chris Robinson of of Carnivore, the guy that he films on the Sportsman's Channel. Um, I was talking to him. I'm like, dude, what you know? What's your thoughts on if 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 we could make Predator Masters successful? And would you, you know, give us, give us a shout out if we could make it worth your time? He's like, absolutely, James. You know, I'd, you know, so that's, that's huge to be able to get, you just never know how many followers or new members you're going to get from guys like that, that are hitting a different audience on TV. Oh, absolutely. And I also think it's neat to see the, the entire hunting community come together from the big guys all the way down to the small guys. Yeah. You know, that's We're what's cool. One big family. Yep, Exactly. And I've said it before, man, in the words, I think, I think Benjamin Franklin said it, you know, if, if we don't all hang together in the end, we will all hang apart. And that's the shit that's going down in this day and age. It is. I mean, the, there, the, it, the, it's, it's unreal. You, what the hell? I was watching a, a video game remake, remake show on Netflix or no, no, on HBO, uh, called the last of us. And it's 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 like the end of the world type deal, and um, and basically, you can't go one episode without just pushing. I would say the opposing side's agenda right in your face. You know, just oh, yeah. it, it, it's it, even for even you see on YouTube kids popping stuff up and you know watching some show that should just be you should be able to sit down as a family and, and watch it. And it's un- unreal. I mean, granted guys, we do cuss. We throw F bombs out there on our videos and we get a lot of guys that are seasoned that go, dude, come on. You don't have to be, you know, just don't do it. And we shouldn't, we all have kids. We don't, we don't go out of the way to cuss in front of our kids. We don't, but it happens. Your dudes, you get adrenaline going, your heart's pumping. Sh- stuff is said, you know, oh, and, yeah. And a lot of guys want to hear, they want to, they want to experience the full fledged, the exertion that goes on instead of cutting out all, all of that out. But regardless, oh, yeah. it's just, I mean, I, you know, when I watch your, you know, I watch your videos and, and I get jazzed cause you guys are getting jazzed. There's yeah. something yeah. to be said for being unfiltered and straightforward. Oh, I mean, some of the, you know, we've all seen it. We've all been out there and all the funny and stupid and special things that we've all seen and done while we're out there. And, um, you know, a lot of that we just have in our memories because we don't have it on camera. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, we joke about it, but, you know, the evil black rifle, I hate these politicians that get out there and, you know, there's no valid reason to have an AR. It's a weapon of war. You know what? I use one all the time. Yep. Yep. All the time. So we need to have a you place, know. like I said, we, we need to have a place like this that supports that. What, like you said, it's from the, the experts, the, the biological experts to the guys that are actually generating revenue from hunting, the guys that might be collecting sponsorship dollars for hunting. That's a professional because you're making money while you're doing that. 
maybe you know there's probably guys that are better at you than than just because you're a professional but still you have those guys that have a a a name you can put a name to the face and then you have the the guys that have never done it before that just want to get into it and everything in between and that's what's cool that's what's cool about it yeah i mean i've met some really amazing people and i've built some really great relationships with them and you know and and i owe a lot of that to predator masters and you know i just want to try to spread that word and and help new relationships grow exactly and we there was a comment here just to be to be transparent and I'm not going to yeah. say his name, but he's like, Predator Masters will never be successful. The guy who runs it is a joke. Obviously, I mean, and he's one of our followers. And I've had numerous guys say this. Say this you, the, the whole structure of the bot has changed. The whole oh, yeah. board of admins is is completely different, dude. So don't assume what you're assuming because it's not true. No. It's, no, the, there, the, is no, there is no one person that owns it. We are a 501c4, um, you know, so we are not owned by any one person. You are a completely different person that was in that position a month ago, or t- I should say two months ago. Yeah, yeah. So people understand, and, so just so people... It's is voted on by the board of directors. There's seven of us, and you which, know, we're transparent if there's there's an issue somebody wants to, to talk bring it up which is new you know? which is new there was there was never seven admins until you presented uh, that like weeks ago yeah there yeah. was there was three you said right correct yeah there were three of us and, and uh, it was it was hard to get things done with three guys it really was and two of those guys are are no longer they're gone correct yes and so I mean we could say their names. Yeah. I got Jeff Mock is was the president, and I I'll tell you guys what I don't care who you are. I got along good with him. He ever since I was a paying sponsor, I I should have said this at the beginning too. I I was a paying sponsor when we did the Predator Hunting Suppressed DVD. I paid you guys six hundred and twenty five dollars to turn my name blue so that I could legally, or I shouldn't say legally, but regarding the forum. I could respectfully be allowed to sell the DVDs that we did. And the DVDs were complete and utter shit, to be honest. But they were, they, it, it was a venue. It helped me out a lot because, and I, I don't, I know a lot of people have, might have had bad experiences with Jeff. Probably a lot of people have had bad experiences with me, but I've never got sideways with Jeff. I've always made a point to get along really good with him and he has nothing but, my utmost respect for the past almost decade and a half that I was there, period. And now to be in the position that that I'm in now, being asked to be an admin there and help you guys out, it's a, a, a genuinely awesome uh, rise, I should say, to go from paying you guys to promote a product to asking to for, for you guys asking me to be a moderator at a certain point and then just not losing my shit when stuff went down sideways just staying there doing my thing you know actively contributing respectfully and then in the position that I am now it's not like I'm bragging but it's humbling to be able to be a part of it and be with you guys and help you guys try to drive some some goals and, and oh yeah you know and and you know full disclosure I mean I'm gonna make mistakes and I've made mistakes but I don't have a problem owning up to them and so if there's ever people out there that want to come back and take a look at us again and they want to 
call me on the carpet, well, I'll, I'll stand up for it. So, yeah, I like to yeah, hear that. I can. We're going to do good things, but I, I guarantee I'm going to make somebody mad. So I just, <laughs> you know, fair warning to everybody listening. I'm going to make one of you angry at some point. And you, and you I apologize now. You can't make everybody happy. I mean, you, you no matter who you are, when we get guys that get so butthurt at what we do because we're running $7,000 rifles and not shooting a coyote because he's running. Well, you guys are spending this much money on a rifle, you can't even do a damn running shot. I'm like, dude, and you're subscribed right. to our channel. Figure shit out. Our goal is to make the shot easier, not harder. You know, I mean, yeah. the the place of the 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 place for a forum like this is to make the environment better, not worse. So just yeah. if you're going to contribute, be an active, positive contributor to the place, man. Go there. Is like I I've done it so many times. I do it every day. I'll read some stupid, batshit, crazy ass backwards comment, and instead of just getting flat out dumb and posting on it. I bite my tongue. I walk downstairs. I take a breather and I go back and I either delete it or I just say, cool, dude, have a good day. You know? Yeah, exactly. Take the higher road. I I mean, I've been a competitive shooter for a long, long time and I can't tell you how mad the internet sometimes makes me. Unreal, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, because, you know, I go out there and I'll, I'll, people ask me, you know, what's, what's the perfect gun for this? And I'll tell them what I use. Oh, that's not perfect. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. opinion, and I appreciate yeah. it, but yeah. uh, isn't that know, the, the most match, in... the, the oh. three guys that beat me didn't look anything like you. So that that <laughs> just people just being an asshole. They ask for your opinion just to completely disregard it. Yeah, yeah. So what did you, you know, do? Man, I, I'm sorry. What's that? What did you do? Competitive shooting three gun? Is that what you're at, or what? Uh, I've done two gun, three gun. I used to shoot trap and skeet. Oh, um, yeah. Practical pistol. So how does that work? Oh, I love, I love practical pistol. So you got like a comp, you got a comp handgun? I'm a fan of bang and clang. I like to shoot things that, that react. Yep. So I, I shoot steel. Yep. And um, nothing against guys that want to punch paper, but it's just not my thing. So um, I shoot down here in, in, in Arizona. Um, I don't shoot as much as I used to with the COVID craziness, but... Uh, you know, at the height of my shooting, I was I was shooting about eight thousand to twelve thousand rounds a year. Jeez. So that's yeah. that's cool, man. People that I have a I have a Glock that's old enough to vote. That's funny. Yeah. I hey. Shot it, I shot it for nineteen years before it finally gave up. Hey, so are you a nineteen eleven guy at all or not? Um, I love the nineteen eleven. I think they are dead sexy. Probably one of the prettiest guns ever made. Um. And I think they have their place. They're just not perfect for everything. I got you. I was going to ask you. So John's looking at a Springfield Prodigy, and I'm teeter oh, they, Aren't those sexy looking? Oh, they're, they're badass. I, I remember in like 2011 when Staccato came out with their 2011, and I go, I want oh, yeah. one. I want one of those so bad. But I don't want to say I'm cheap because shit, You're I got. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. I'm cheap. So I'm going to buy a $1,500 pistol. <laughs> so anyway, I'm kind of teeter tottering on this. This I, I I'm the the prodigy's growing on me, and then the other one that I'm looking at is the Oracle 2311. Have you seen that? Yeah. And uh-huh. and then I I mean I don't I, the 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 all of the options like how it's compatible with certain things of the 19. It's crazy. And then the other thing I was looking at is the, the sandhawk, the, the nighthawk sandhawk. Yeah. Have you seen that? 
not in person. I've, okay. I mean, I've seen it. In but you've, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, it's like about, but by the time you trick that bitch out, you're looking at like six grand for a handgun. That's oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh. But, I mean, you know, I mean, once you start getting in, you start talking about staccatos. I mean that, you know, you're in the same boat there. Gotcha. But those are, that's strictly a competition gun. Not really. I no. mean, a 1911, if you can shoot it in competition, you should be able to carry it. I got you. Okay. I thought maybe, this, I'm not familiar with staccatos. I'm like, I'm thinking those are geared more for competition shooters. Well, they were, they were primarily for competition. You know, they're a double stack, 1911 style. Um, and, you know, your base model used to be about $6,000. And then um, it would just go up from there. Now, some of us would pimp our stuff out. and So what do you... All what, kinds of, what what do you fill fill us in on what you like what what's your rig running what's how much how much do you have invested in yours? Um, so I actually became a grandmaster limited class shooter with a Glock seventeen, and uh, I really didn't have anything external done to it. I had stock Glock sights. I had a stainless steel barrel, three pound trigger in it, but externally it looked very much like a stock Glock seventeen. Wow. And uh, like I said, I shot it for close to 19 years before I finally cracked the slide. Oh, jeez. And so, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, we we went back and tried to count how many rounds I had through it, and we gave up at about 250,000. Did and, you just, uh, I cracked the slide on my 34. Did you just send it back and then send you a new one and you're still running it? Or did you put it in a shadow box and retire that bitch? No, I was going to retire it, so I, I used that as an excuse to buy a 34, and then I went completely crazy and decided to build a open-class Glock 34. That's awesome. So I have a non-reciprocating dot sight on it that we mounted to the frame. Uh, I got a huge three-chamber compensator on it. Um, I'm running a 11-pound recoil spring. I mean, it, if you could put it on there, I'd put it on there. Um, so can you, so can you lock that, can you lock that slide back with your arm inertia? Oh, yeah, if, I, if I whip it quick, yeah, pretty close. Really? Pretty close. Pretty doggone close. Yeah. At 11 pounds, that slide is pretty, pretty sloppy. Is it? I was wondering, I was, that's what I was triggering that to see if you could, I see some of those guys do that with the, with the more lighter springs. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff is just Hollywood, man. That's just John yeah. Wick stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, you know, if you come out to a match, you don't see people doing that stuff because, <laughs> you know, first of all, they'll get you disqualified. You're going to get thrown off the range. But uh, um, realistically, we don't do that when we're shooting anyway. But uh, so, yeah, I'm running that now as my open class gun. And the main reason I did that is because virtually nobody runs clock in open class. Just to be so, the odd man out. What's that? You just basically did it to kind of be the odd man out just because uh, exactly. no one else was. Yeah. You know, when I started shooting Glock, you couldn't have given me one. I didn't like them. And a friend of mine was an armor. And next thing you know, you know, I'm shooting Glock. But, you know, I also have a um, Smith & Wesson M&P 2.05 inch. And uh, I'll run that. I've got uh, my big bore is a, I got a Glock 21 SF. My new project that's in the shop right now is a 10 millimeter. So I'm going to do a 10 millimeter open class Glock. That'll be interesting. I was looking at that, that, that new FN that John was saying about that 510. Yeah. But I don't want to. So the big thing for, big thing for me and with a competitive gun is I got to be able to work on it. I got you. 
You that, know, so like, I mean, I, you know, I, it's not that I don't dislike the, the XDs, but you just can't work on the trigger yourself. It's just not safe to do the way the trigger is built. I gotcha. You know, the, with the way I shoot, you know, I have to basically, I have to be able to rebuild my guns pretty much all the time because of how fast you shoot them out. Yeah, so, that's a lot around. So what know, do you I do did, with it? I got that 34, I pimped it out, and um, then I bought a new slide and rebuilt my 17. So, what what know, do I, what do you do for ammo? Do you reload all your stuff? Yeah, I do. I have to. Um, there's just no other way. So yeah, I I'll sit down and on any given match night, uh, I can actually shoot three matches a week here in Arizona, in my local area. Wow. And so I could be shooting, you know, anywhere from oh maybe two hundred to six hundred rounds a week. Wow. So when you say you have to reload, you have to for accuracy or reliability or because of the cost, cost. or all of it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm a poor working man. I, I can't, I'm not sponsored. So do you have you a, know. you got to have a Dylan press then? I do. I do have Dylan, man. I drank the blue Kool-Aid yep. and, and I love it. Um, so actually I have, what do I have now? Four of them. Oh shit. But, um, do you have any, yeah. uh, what's do you, above six fifties? Uh, no, no. All mine are, are uh, I have three five fifties and a square deal. Okay. I got you. So they're all yeah. just basically set up for your, just for what you're doing. You just rip through them. Yeah. So my, my five fifty. I like the five fifty cause it's not auto indexing. And that way, if I need to adjust my, my loads, I can pretty quick and easy. I got you. Yep. Otherwise I would have gone up to something like the seven fifty. Yep. I've got the six fifty and, and it's, you, you could rip through a lot of nine rounds on that thing, man, if you just sit down and do it. Yeah. I mean, I can I can jack out without working at it. I can jack out 309 millimeters in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, you and can rip. without breaking a sweat. I yeah. Mean, that's if I'm sitting around talking to people. If yep. I really sat down and focused, I could probably do twice as much. Yep. that's what, And the reason that I didn't go to the next step up was because they told me that if I needed to change that out from a nine millimeter to like the only other the only other cartridge that I would use that Dylan press forward be for a five five six or two twenty three you know mass running those out they said if you take the next step up which I think might have been the seven fifty or maybe I was looking at the eight fifty I can't remember but they said it would take me anywhere from forty five minutes to an hour to do that transition and I'm like no nah, dude no way I mean if I, I should it wouldn't matter because I'm not going to change it anyway but that was why I just went with the with the six fifty because they said it was quite a bit quicker and easier to change that out. I think I can't, yeah, I, I can't can remember. Do, I do in my five fifty. I can swap calibers in just about 15 minutes. Wow. Yep. That's that. I think that I can do that here with this one. I'm pretty sure very similar. I think that's the, one of the distinguishing factors and why I went with that, but yeah. Uh, so I'm, I mean, just sitting here right now, I've got, I'm just looking at 10 tool heads that, that are all set. So I buy the tool head and I set it up and I leave it set like that. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That that's how to do it, it quicker. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I went with Dylan because, um, they have the no BS warranty and if you wear them out, which I've done, they'll take them and either rebuild them or they just, now they just give me a new one. Wow. Yeah. I've broken a few of them. You just wear them out and, uh, you know, Dylan never gives me any, any grief about it. That's in, that's, that's good to know there. We, we do a lot of handgun shooting out here in the summertime, but it was more like, um, it's not competition. It's more like a like a like a training side gig type deal, you know, just transitional stuff. 
from carbine to handgun to, you know, different kinds of reloads and whatnot like that. Haven't really yeah. done any kind of, con- John does like PRS stuff, but even then not really traveling too far just because of the, the, you know, right. The, right. I mean, I got into PRS in those early days of it and yeah, it just left me in the dust cause I couldn't travel. Yeah. There's you, I mean, you gotta, it's a, it's a commitment. I mean, for, for for we're fortunate to live where we do and you could i mean honestly do be really good at it just because the amount of practice that we could have doing it if a guy wanted to but then you have to apply that practice to a meet and in order to do that you have there's it's like rodeo to an extent i mean it's fun competition i'm i'm over the competition shit i could care less but to those guys that want to and do it's cool more power to them but you tie up a lot of a, a lot of your resources up if you did if you were full bore, full fledged traveling all over. I mean, that's, it's crazy. Yeah, You couldn't do it unless you're a pro. Yeah. You got it. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to be, you know, and you know, the competitions that I shoot in here with the the steel matches, um, they're kind of like predator hunting. It's, you know, you get everybody from every possible walk of life from military law enforcement, all the way down to entry level people, um, competition shooters, practical guys, uh, you name it, and, you know, we're all different levels. And, uh, you know, you're not racing each other. You're racing the clock. You're racing yourself. So it's uh, it's a nice place to go to relax and unwind. And and uh, so, but, yeah, I, I really enjoy doing that. I do. I get a kick out of it. That's cool. It, it, it keeps me good to go when it, if I ever have to use it. Yeah, exactly. You know? You never know. It just keeps your, yeah. your skills honed. Yeah, for sure. I've been kind of looking. Pretty, I, pretty amazing when something goes bump in the night and you look down and you got a Glock in your yeah, head. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that uh, I, I've looked around here for handgun competitions like USPCA, US whatever they are, all the little yeah, acronyms. USPSA. Yeah, yeah and the, yeah. Uh, there, there's a couple of them. Well, I'm sure you know that. Uh, and I can't find any that are, I mean, that would be worth going to. I've never gone to one. I think it'd be fun to go to one. But I'm not gonna drive three, four hours too. Yeah, it's it's a little hard. Definitely is. You know, I'm lucky. I mean, being living in Arizona, I got a I got a lot of shooting sports here. Um, you know, it's it's pretty neat when you go out to a match and you look over and the guy shooting next to you is Robbie Latham or Taryn or any of the big name guys. A professional. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's pretty humbling when you. You look over and you got a you know twenty eight time world champion shooting next to you. That's pretty cool, you know, man. Then you want to you go over there and grab his shell casing just so you can say you got one. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. You know, just want to carry his range bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little souvenir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's it. I mean, you gotta you gotta try not to geek out, and look like a dork. Yeah. Just try to try not to airball your target. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know, it, it's really humbling. It's like when I was a predator hunting, and you know, I'm down there at the range, and I'm meeting some of these guys, and these guys are talking to me about my technique, and it's like, wow, you know, you know I, I never forget talking to Rob Latham one time, and he said, you know, you, you got a great trigger figure, but can I give you some advice? I'm like, man, people pay you to give advice, and you want to give it to me? Hell yeah, man, I'm listening. <laughs> yep. That's I mean, always interesting to watch that man work with a 1911. It's just awe inspiring. If you never, if you never seen him shoot it, it's just incredible. You know, guys out there with a 10 round 1911 
shooting a, a 80 round match and he doesn't miss once. That's crazy. Yeah. He'll shoot an entire match in, in 40 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just to watch the man work. is just a, 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 just absolutely amazing. It's awe inspiring. And you know, then you start feeling like you're really slow. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> you don't even want to shoot after that. You just want to go home. Like, just, man. just embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, nah, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm calling it. I have to follow but, that. You know, those those guys are just like us and and hunting, man. You know, they're they're really genuine. You know, they're genuinely good guys and they're generous with their time. And it's really neat to just get a chance to talk to them sometimes. Yeah, that's interesting. Makes it more, it makes it more enjoyable. It really does. It really does. You know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, some of them, you know, especially money matches, man. You don't talk to them at a money match because they're there to make their money. Yep. But, yep. They're uh, zoned, man. If it's a pickup, pickup or a scratch match, you know, oh, they're more than more than happy to help people. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. I think we covered pretty much everything on that. That if we, I think if we leave it open a little bit, so that once the update and we kind of get the transition done, we could maybe knock out podcast number two or go into more. Maybe maybe there'll be a podcast structured straight through Predator Masters by that time. But it'd yeah, be cool be to. Great. Either way, it'd still be cool to do do another one and um, post it up whenever the the website the forum gets updated that'd be awesome so we can kind of do maybe yeah. maybe even a precursor to that prior to it being released we could do we could jump the gun and do another podcast just to kind of ramp it up absolutely absolutely but awesome man i think with all of everything that we went through um we can kind of close it out and i appreciate your time jason and i'm like i said i'm well, I, I appreciate your time i really and i appreciate all you guys are doing said it's always fun to be a part of something a little bit bigger like what you guys have going on predator masters uh, we appreciate the position that you took and heading you know the the tip of the spear so that we can get this shit rolling i'm i'm excited and real ambitious to see how this goes with some of the guys that we might have on board and want to just kind of basically blow it up a little bit and and yeah, get me too yeah get it get it going you know, I'm just trying to walk in the footsteps of some better guys that came before me. So I'm just trying to, to honor their legacy and, and make this happen. Awesome, man. That's cool to hear. Well, with that said, dude, right. that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you go and we'll close All her right, down dude. here and, and we'll keep in touch, dude. We, we talk weekly anyway, we'll get a zoom, a zoom yeah. meeting going with the admin and we'll go from there. Sounds like a plan. Gentlemen, you have a wonderful night. Appreciate your time. Likewise, dude. Have a great weekend. All right, thanks, guys. Yep, take care. That was cool. Hey, um, so we're still going on this live, and there, uh, I don't, I'm not sure the guy's name, but we appreciate you following us, and you made a post on trying to post Envision an Envision XRF video, and the guy who ran it kept deleting your videos. Post it up, dude. I guarantee they won't delete it again. Just the main thing is, is if you aren't a contributing sponsor on predator masters if you aren't paying then you can't try to promote something for profit but if you're just showing your video to show it i mean cool dude go for it but if you're trying to actively promote like your channel or promote something that's going to be beneficial to you 
then obviously guys over there might take offense at it because they're in a position, and I shouldn't say they, Predator Masters, we are in a position of uh, keeping the lights on right now. There hasn't been a paying sponsor there for two years almost. And so if you think about it, it costs almost $7,000 a year to keep the, the forum going to keep the the site, the management, all of that stuff taken care of. And and also you have to take into consideration that all these admins are doing this, including myself, as uh you know, I'm I'm just basically volunteering my time to do it. I don't have to do it, but I want to see a place like this succeed. You know, you have to you have to try to benefit you have to try to do stuff like this for the greater good. And this is a place, man, Predator Masters is a place where I want my kids to go like I did when I was young. And it was a, a, a very cool place. And I think that with how we're kind of structuring it, it should it, it should grow quite a bit, fairly rapidly. So like, like I said, make sure and subscribe or sign up, become a member on Predator Masters, it's it's an awesome place. I've had awesome luck there. There's a lot of guys that haven't, and I know some of the guys personally that haven't. And um, with me in the position of being an admin, we are actively pursuing uh, mend, mending the, the problems, mending relationships that could have went south, you know, a few years ago. And we have guys, I have talked to guys that are the killingest killers in the world that are going to be documenting some of their hunts next year, and it's going to fucking blow your mind. It will literally blow your mind at what these guys are going to do. And I talked to one of them last night. I'm not even going to say who it was, but the number of coyotes that they are planning on killing per month for so many months, and they're going to start a thread there, and they're going to post up every single day what's going on is going to be freaking nasty. So you guys should get on board. It's going to be an awesome ride. It'll be cool as shit, and, and I'm jacked to, to be a part of it. So basically what I'm tasked with as an admin there is the, um, I would say, kind of the, the marketing side of things where since I might have contacts already in the industry with some of the guys that we may or may not work with, I am trying to solicit companies to pay um, sponsors essentially. Yeah. Pay money to keep the lights on for this place. And we we're, we're right now we're at kind of three tiers, um, tier one, tier two and tier three. And though, and, and then maybe what we, I think what we might do is like a hobby tier. So for guys that like this, Kerry Carver, he makes, this is his call. This is one I was showing you guys a work of art. This thing is a raspy, nasty little bitch. This thing's a cool call. Anyway, there's guys that are hobby uh, manufacturers that just do stuff for fun and they can do it for like a nominal fee where they can just kind of, they don't necessarily thrive on the money that they, that they get, that they acquire from their goods. They don't, it's, it's not a profession for them. It's a hobby. They get their stuff out there and make a nominal fee. And that's kind of the, the very low end of the sponsorship totem pole. And we'll go into a lot more details regarding that. But like I said, the fella, I mean, post it up, dude. Post your videos up on the Night Vision uh, page on the Night Vision forum on there. And I bet you it don't get pulled. Like I said, unless what, what, here's what happened with me. Uh, 
I was actually, and I'm not going to go into some crazy stuff, but I was posting my YouTube videos there. And I was at the time, at one time I was a paying sponsor. And then I let that lapse because I started weighing the pros and cons. When the DV, when DVDs got outdated and everything went to digital, you know, when, when your deep, when your CDs went to MP3s, doesn't make sense to keep fucking burning CDs anymore, does it? It makes sense to get a USB drive or an MP3 player or something that's digital because CDs get scratched, it's outdated, it's stupid. Same thing happened with what we were doing. So we were printing DVDs off, and I bought, like a, at the time, an $800 tower where I could put my master disc in the top, and it would print or it would copy 12 discs at a time. And I don't remember how many DVDs we sold. I, I, I did that out of, our, out of the house years ago, and a lot of that shit was self-filmed, so it was just junk footage. But when the time came and YouTube was really taking off and it was more the digital media instead of the DVD style media, it didn't make sense anymore for me to pay a sponsorship at $650 a year just to sell DVDs when I could upload my footage directly to YouTube, right? That doesn't make sense. So what I was doing was I was posting my YouTube videos to Predator Masters and I wasn't a paying sponsor anymore. And a couple of the guys are like, hey, dude, you know, O'Neill Ops has kind of a legit business going on. If he wants to post his YouTube videos here, we're going to make him be a sponsor. Otherwise, we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to let him post his YouTube videos here anymore. Well, luckily, I wasn't a dipshit, and I didn't not get along with the president. I made a point to get along with him. And I'm like, dude, Jeff, here's the thing. We have X amount of guys that are following us. We have X amount of views. I'm not saying that I can't easily handle paying for a sponsorship to help support you guys, but look at it in terms of my shoes right now. If you're complaining about not having enough sponsors, let me post my videos here for free and promote you and use that as a sponsorship. Well, they were basically on board with that, but they said, no, we have one better. How about you uh, sign up for, we'd like you to be a moderator for a couple of the forums on here. And in exchange for being a moderator, you can post your YouTube videos for free. And I'm like, done. I sign in here every day anyway. You know, why not just, uh, why not sign in and just check the forum that I'm supposed to check, make sure somebody's not being a dipshit and go about my day. And then boom, I can post on there without having any kind of resentment or any kind of uh, ill will of thinking that I should have paid for a sponsorship before I post. Anyway, long story short, got some guys that were butthurt because of political deal at the time, which it, it, right now it's probably not going to happen like that ever again. And, uh, well, not to the extent that it did. Got my moderatorship pulled after, I, I don't remember how long I was a mod, and um, posted a couple YouTube videos again and kind of got a slap on the wrist from the guys. I'm like, hey, James, you know, since you're not a mod, you can't post anymore without paying a sponsorship. I'm like, well kind of, you know, kind of sucked because I got ousted as a mod for literally like no reason. It was stupid. It was all political because one guy paid more money and he had some say and he said, no, I don't want this guy as a mod. So they did. They took us off. Anyway, um, I shot the deal to him. I said, hey, we have this and this and this and this many followers and this many video views. If you let me post here, you were going to get more traffic, period. It just makes sense. You're going to get more views. You're going to get more engagement. And that's what this place needs. And they had a meeting. And they said, all right, we agree that you can post your videos. And that was a really, that was a deal maker for me because it, it, it gave me the leverage to know that 
they wanted this place to succeed. They, they knew that they were in a position to try to get as much help as they possibly could. And so it, it went from there. And now we're to the point where, like I said, I, I played my cards right, honestly. I didn't lose my shit. I just stayed respectful. I took the high road when guys threw low balls at you. And um, now I'm in position to be an admin there, which is, it's nothing like, um, you know, bragging rights. It's in all honesty, guys, I don't, I don't really, I, I want to help. That's why I'm doing it. But I don't need to be there. I have enough shit on my own to do than to try to source sponsors for this pace for this place. I have enough shit going on the farm and ranch, talking to guys every day about thermal, about custom rifles, about suppressors, trying to go film and get our shit and structure, you know, anything other than this. But I feel like this place needs to happen. That's how. Um, I'm geared for this and I've made a point to reach out to a lot of guys that got a bad taste in their mouth over the years and they're going to come back and make posts and I'm excited for it. So that's the whole rundown of the situation. We would more than, you know, appreciate signing up, getting on there and freaking hammering down, make some posts and you guys can kind of see what it's all about. So uh, excited to see where this is going to go. Excited to see if we can get 100,000 subscribers there, 100,000 members there in a year. And we can, we can. That's a rundown. So uh, one one bad thing is um, uh, he did say that just because I don't like somebody, I can't ban them, which I would like to get a couple of the admin on board to go against that so that I could. Four seventh volt. Yep, four of them. I know two guys for sure I could get to, to agree with me. And two guys yourself, for sure. That makes three, so you'll need one no, more vote. No, I mean myself and two other guys. Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, three. one more vote. So one Gosh, more vote. who could I pay to get that off? I know there's some guys. I know there's three some guys that you'd like to just ban. Oh, just my gosh, because. dude. There's some guy. There's some dude on there that just has it out. Force multiplier. Boom. I'll, I, I'm going to say that over and over. Next time we do a podcast, we literally have to fit paint our faces and wear the contact force because that guy hates it when we do that shit. Hates it. I would have done that this time if I'd have known. Yep. Paint our faces and wear the contacts, and he will lose his shit and put the ballistic vest on. Like camo paint or like kiss or just paint? Just like SEAL Team 6 paint. I don't know. A little bit of green, a little bit of tan, a little bit of black, dusting, shadow. I don't know. We need to get one more helmet, and someone can wear the Halo one, and someone can wear the Predator one. You can't can fit the it. Halo helmet on. I can. No, you can't. I can. You Look at your hair, dude. You can't fit <laughs> shit on. <laughs> and we'll do a whole podcast helmeted up. Uh, hey, <laughs> wait, I should probably, since oh, we're at, uh, we're almost at two hours, and we're going about 15 minutes after we talked with Jason the president of Predator Masters. You guys, we've got a promo code for a lot of companies that we work with, and we're going to make sure and start structuring those throughout the uh, the podcast. One of our, our companies that we work with is called Coltac, and the reason that I'm kind of ringing a bell there is because there's a post right here on Predator Masters underneath the hunting suppressed forum about Coltac suppressor covers. We run a lot of their stuff. Yeah, hand me that. Use promo code O'Neill Ops for ten percent off. This is a setup for them. It's an Arca. They backbone. call it the Backbone, and it's got an Arca adapter here. 
just a bag, man, you can put this on your arc rail. And this is basically a window sniper setup. Yeah, post sniper. It's <laughs> this for is, posts. This is what you call a... Uh, backseat operator. Yep, BSL. We're going to make a patch for John. This is the backseat operator pouch right here. Or backseat operator bag. That's just one of the small things. They make a lot of modular gear. Tons of stuff. So if you guys go to coltac.com and um, and use promo code O'Neillops, it'll save you 10% on your next purchase. They're in Rapid City, South Dakota. They're actually going to... In Maryland or Oregon? Oregon? No, no. Oregon, East Coast. East Coast, dude. East Coast. Yeah, it's way there. It's like Rhode Island or some shit. The other yeah. coast? Yeah. I thought it was West Coast. See, we that's very unprofessional not to know where their sister company is. As well, long we as we know. The, know it's yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're driving to the brother company. What exactly. do we care about the sister? Awesome company, though. They make some really cool accessories that you need to have to make your shots more successful, period. Uh. They're going to be doing our the bino pack that I designed. They're working on it now. I was so ask you about that. Hopefully, it gets structured by next year. Yeah, I was going to ask you about. It. I seen they have a new pack or whatever. I seen on their IG that it's pretty cool. I was going to ask you about yours. Yep, I got to run up there and talk to him. He wants to come out and do a podcast. It'll be cool to do one in in, in house with him. Yeah. So that's how that's how it rolls. That's how we roll, man. That's just something. So what tomorrow with him then? No, no. Hey, next podcast is going to be with Wyman Minzer. Lyman. Yep, the art of predator calling. I won't. Hold, I won't post that. I won't. I won't show that. Here. Yeah, okay, here. I will try. Okay, I won't. I will. I will. I'll try. I will. I will. Let me try it once. I will. Wyman. Wyman Menzer, dude. Check that book out. You guys got to see this. You guys got to buy one of these books. The art of predator calling. Look at that shit. That's just. A, I just randomly grabbed a picture. There's some. <laughs> yeah, randomly grabbed a page with a picture on it. You, There's only like I read that. Pictures? I read that within, dude. Oh, I read it like with. Well, I could have done it within a day. I had three fourths of it done within a day, and then I had oh, to tend actually. tend to some other stuff. But it's an awesome book, you guys. We're gonna have him on. He is actually the the He's appointed official photographer from President Bush. President Bush appointed him Texas official photographer. So we'll have him on, and he's a biological uh, scientist, I think. Too. Yeah, he's he, he's he's bio biology? he's he's a biology major and he's done s numerous it, studies with. You, you found him something about collaring coyotes. Yeah, yeah, he's done some of that stuff. That biologist. Yep, yep. So he'll be on next probably. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We are out. <laughs>